I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to give our full preview for the two games that are coming tonight, Saturday night. Only two games today because we have got one on Monday, remember? So we've got two games for Saturday, two games for Sunday, then one game for Monday, the Easter weekend. It is an absolute cracker. We get footy across Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You cannot ask for much more than that. Cracking games last night for Good Friday. The Dolphins pulling a huge upset there over the Cowboys. Very, very impressive. Uh, I think we've all got to start to sit up and take these Dolphins a little bit more seriously, despite all the injuries and everything that's happened. Um, you know, they managed to overcome it again last night. Cowboys weren't great. I, I understand that. Don't get me wrong. But I will say this as well. I thought the Dolphins, uh, in the bat- second half, did everything they possibly could to lose that game, and the Cowboys still couldn't get through their defense. So credit to them, uh, the Dolphins, sensational stuff. And then the Bunnies um, only played, I think in the first half, they played good footy for about eight minutes and they led by, you know, 20 points or whatever it was. So this South Sydney side, if they can put together 80 minutes... They are going to be so hard to beat this year. It is scary. Not much to read into that game, though. Canterbury missing a whole lot of troops. We sort of said last week on Bloke we'd put the red sharpie through that game regardless. Uh, Very hard to compete in this competition when you're missing, essentially, uh, your entire forward pack. Very, very tough. But uh, let's get stuck into these games this afternoon because there is some absolute crackers coming our way and uh, some superstars running around this afternoon that I cannot wait to watch. The first game is at 5.30. It's a long wait, but we've got the Penrith Panthers taking on the Manly Seagulls. Panthers at $1.39. The Manly Seagulls at about $3. For the Panthers, we'll go through their side now. Dill Edwards at fullback. Taruva on one wing. Brian Toto on the other side. Isaac Tunga and Stephen Crichton in the centres. Jerome Luai wears jersey six. Nath Cleary in the seven. Leota and Eisenhuth up front. Mitch Kenny in the nine. Scotty Sorensen and Zach 
Jack Hosking in the back row. Isaiah Yo wears jersey 13. Their bench, Sonny Luke, Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lenu, and Jamin Salmon. Uh, that's the side as they've been named at the moment. Let's have a look at the Manly Seagulls. Tommy Turbo at fullback. Jason Saab returns for his first game of the season on one wing. Ruben Garrick on the other side. Brad Parker and Morgan Harper are your centres. Uh, KO Weeks comes into the side for Josh Schuster. Looks like that injury might be a little bit more uh, than a cork. So not ideal for us super coach players, but uh, I freed up that money to Schuster so I could get Nico Hines in. So I'm sort of happy to cop that. DCE in Jersey 7. Paseca up front with Jake Trevojevic. Lockie, Lockie Croker in Jersey 9. The back row, Olakawato and Tulagi. And Josh Aloye in Jersey 13. Their bench, Carl Lawton, Ethan Bullimore, Sean Kepi. And Cooper Johns in Jersey 19. Their bench, Toa Sipley and Samuela Fainu. Uh, so that is your Manly and Panther sides. Where do I see this game being won? What am I looking out for? I think for the Manly Seagulls, KO Weeks coming in is very, very interesting. Um, I'm not sure what his best position is just yet. Uh, whether it's going to be fullback, 5'8", might be a center, I don't know. I know he's played a, a bit of nine over the last few weeks, and he's looked good. Uh, but I think he's just looked good because he's a natural footballer. He's not a nine. I think he will end up in the halves or at fullback. Fullback, probably going to be pretty tough to get into this side. You've obviously got Tommy Turbo, and whenever he goes down, Rupert Garrick transforms himself into a top eight fullback in the game. He's sensational. So, KO Weeks, I'm not quite sure where he fits. Probably will be in the halves. I think he's got that 14 jersey locked down at the Manly Seagulls for quite some time to come when they are fully fit. But I think eventually they will have to find a spot for him. Maybe playing him at centre. I wouldn't mind that just to get him into the side. But he is incredibly talented. He's got so much to offer. Uh, very, very scary prospect. Weeks. You do feel sorry for Cooper Johns, obviously the player of the preseason, the preseason cup. He killed it. He's in Jersey 19 at the moment on their bench. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he does end up in their actual side. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he drops out for Toa Sipley. They have already got a little bit of coverage in Carl Lawton there. Um, so interesting to see which direction they go there. Obviously going up against this Panthers forward pack, you have to beat them through the middle if you are going to compete. So interesting to see what they do there, the Manly Seagulls. We'll look over the other side, the Penrith Panthers obviously without their alpha, James Fisher-Harris. Matty Eisenhuth comes in, and he will do a tremendous job. There's no doubt about that. I think his numbers... I think there's a good chance he actually does better numbers than James Fisher-Harris, but it's that alpha factor that Fisher-Harris brings that Matty Eisenhuth doesn't have about him uh, and probably never will have about him because there's only... X amount of guys in this competition that have what James Fisher-Harris has. So a massive loss. Numbers-wise, I think they'll be okay, uh, but they're just going to have to all really stand up and deliver. Liam Martin still being rested with that hamstring we told you about a couple of weeks ago. So Scotty Sorensen on the left side, Zach Hosking on the right. I think with a good game here, Zach Hosking absolutely locks himself into this team, and I think he also locks himself into the right edge. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they give Luke Garner another opportunity when he comes back, maybe as a bench player. Not quite sure. Not playing New South Wales Cup this week, uh, so you would assume the rumours coming out of him having niggles uh, were probably on the money there. Uh, on their bench, Sonny Luke. Uh, it, it's been a long wait. There's no doubt about it whatsoever, but I, I, I promise you guys, this kid is so fucking talented, it's not even funny, and I really do think he's going to have a huge impact on this Penrith team. You saw them bring Tyrone Peachy on and play a little bit of hooker last week, which I thought was really effective. Sonny Luke, his awareness and everything, he just needs time one, to stay on the field, and two, just to blend in with Nathan Cleary, Jerome Lloyd, these sort of guys, and how and how they want good ball and whatnot. So be patient with Sonny Luke. He's an incredibly talented guy, and I do think that over the next few weeks or months, he's going to transform into a 
50, 60-minute hooker, and I think he's going to absolutely light this competition up. Shout-out to Jersey 15, but the Penny Panthers, Lindsay Smith, uh, played last week and absolutely got battered from pillar to post. Got a huge hot shot from Corey Horsburgh. Got bashed on a couple of hit-ups, but he just kept coming back for more Lindsay Smith. That says a lot about him and his sort of character. So, uh, And they, they went after him. There's no doubt about that. They really tried to get into him. New guy into first grade and whatnot, but he just stood and delivered and kept coming back, which I love to see. Uh, for me, I see the Panthers winning this one. I do. I um, I just think that they show the sort of class that they've got last week in attack and in defense. I mean, I think they're averaging 13 points per game throughout this year. And, you know, they haven't been playing their best footy, but their defense has actually been better this year than what it has been last year. And as we know, Defense is what wins games. Defense is what wins premierships. Uh, I'm not sure if the Panthers absolutely blow out the Manly Seagulls here. I wouldn't be surprised if this game's close for the first 60 minutes or so, and then the Panthers get a bit of momentum at the back end. Uh, but I do think the Penny Panthers win this one. I think that the Manly Seagulls conceding 32 points last week to a Newcastle sites, a Newcastle Knights side missing a lot of you know their best players, obviously Kalen Ponga, Adam Elliott, these sort of guys, missing KP alone and still finding a way to score 32 points is pretty fucking impressive. So very disappointing for the Manly Seagulls there. They would have had a huge, huge focus on their defense this week because last week was simply not good enough. Going to Blue Bet Stadium, though, taking on the Penrith Panthers, very, very tough task. James Fisher-Harris out, as I said. But outside of that, pretty much full strength, excluding uh, Taylor and May, obviously. I guess Liam Martin's not there. That's two international forwards. It just shows how good this Panthers side is that you can take out an Australian back rower who absolutely killed it in the World Cup, was fantastic in the grand final. You can also take out James Fisher-Harris. And here they are taking on the Manly Seagulls, who have been very, very impressive. And I'm still pretty confident the Panthers get the job done. So credit to their system. Let's have a look at anytime try scorers in this game. I'll be honest with you, I'm not seeing a stack of value. There's a few guys that I like here, uh, but they obviously are shortening up as the season goes along. For me, I look at the Panthers. Uh, My boy, Isaac Tungo, $2.12. Bit of value there. Anything over two to Isaac is really good value, especially with the way they play down that left edge. I think he's getting good early ball now, like we spoke about in the preseason. You saw what he can do last week. He can create absolutely... He can create just something out of absolutely nothing. I was going to say he can create absolutely something out of nothing, but he can he can just create something out of nothing there, Isaac Tungo. So $2.12, I don't mind to chuck him in your multis. Um, I was looking at Jerome Luai. I don't think he's got a try this year, but I really like the way he's going about his footy at the moment. He's at $3.40. Then I realized Nath Cleary's at $3.50, and I just thought, why the fuck is that? So I'm going to take Nath Cleary again, $3.50. Uh, loves to run. Loves to score a try. Scored one last week. Uh, probably hasn't scored as many this year as what I as what I thought he would. But he's running. He's taking them on constantly. So Nath Cleary, $3.50. The bloke outside him, we warned you last week, Zach Hosking, get on him because he's going to shorten up over the next few weeks. I think we got about $4.50 for him last week, Zach Hosking, which was fantastic. This week, shortened right into $3.50. And I don't think there'll be too many games uh, where you'll get $4 or above for Zach Hosking moving forward. So hopefully you listen to the podcast and hopefully you cashed in on the first few weeks. Shout out to those last night too who got on the Campbell Graham double at $10.50. We absolutely love that. Took that all the way to the bank. I think our guys there, we really liked Cody Walker. We loved Campbell Graham. We loved Isaac Thompson. Now, I don't think Isaac Thompson ended up scoring, but as soon as he went off, guess who jumped to right wing? Campbell Graham. He scored two tries out there. So very, very unlucky there. But if you got on the Campbell Graham at $10.50, thanks for coming. That was sensational for two metres. He even scored a third to rub it in there. Uh, Let's have a look now at the Manly Seagulls. And once again, 
Not a stack of value here. Olakawatu, 325. It is very, very short for a back rower, but I like the side that he's going at there. Obviously, they haven't sorted entirely sorted out their left edge defense. I'm just I'm not sure how many points the Manly Seagull score. You've got Ruben Garrick there at two dollars thirty. Whenever you get Root Ruben Garrick over two dollars when Tommy Trevojevic is on the field, that is sensational. I'd probably be chucking that in a couple of same gamers. I'm just not convinced how many points the Manly Seagull score here. The other one I'm looking at, Brad Parker. He's at five dollars ten. He's on the left side outside of Turbo. Kale Weeks is going to be on the on that edge. We don't really know too much about Kale Weeks at the moment. He's very hard to prepare for. So to get an outside back who's sitting outside, Kale Weeks is obviously talented, and Turbo, who's incredibly talented, who we know the Panthers will pressure. Brad Parker at five dollars ten. I do not mind the option there. And Kale Weeks, we just mentioned him. Big test for him coming up against this Panthers side, but I think he's going to be one of those guys that can just score out of nowhere. You know, five dollars fifty. Don't mind the value, but my value play out of all of them, it would be Brad Parker. $5.10 on the left edge. Turbo loves that side. KO Weeks, bit of a wild card. Don't know how to prepare for him. Runs a great line, Brad Parker. Big body. Uh, don't mind the value there. But as I said, guys, I really don't know how many points the man the Seagulls score and where they come from because it is very hard to, to um, get a grasp on where the weak spots are in this Panthers defensive side. Uh, let's move to the second game. We've got the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Canberra Raiders from up there at Bris Vegas. Big news out of this one, an unfortunate news for the Canberra Raiders. Joe Tappanay uh, will not be featuring this one. It's actually fantastic news. Joe Tappanay's wife went into labor, uh, so he will have another bub on the way very, very soon. Another Barbary's first bub, I'm not actually sure. But congratulations to Joe Tapanay and the Tapanay family. But unfortunately, uh, it's going to be a tough, tough gig for the Canberra Raiders tonight without him. Far from ideal. Uh, and I did think the Canberra Raiders had put up a really good fight in this game. Taking Joe Tapanay out, though, ugh, it has me very, very nervous now. I'm sort of easing back off that. I still think they put up a better fight than what people are expecting. Uh, but without Joe Tapanay, that's going to be a huge Huge loss uh, for the Canberra Raiders going up against a very good forward back in the Broncos. Let's go through the Broncos side. Reese Walsh at fullback. Jesse Arthur's on one wing. Selwyn Cobb on the other side. Staggs and Farmworth are your centers. Ezra Mam in the six. Adam Reynolds in the seven. Flegler and Payne Haas up front. Billy Walters in the nine. Kate Walton and Jordan Ricky. Pretty Ricky on the edge. What a game he had last week. Paddy Carrigan, the king in jersey 13. Their bench, Corey Pakes, Paliasea, Corey Jensen, and Marty Topal. Jordan Pereira and Brendan Piacora are the extended. I think they will run as name, though. For the Raiders, a couple of changes. Seb Chris remains at fullback. Albert Hopperwade on one wing. Jordan Rapata on the other side. Matty Timiko, strike center in this game right now. He's one center. The other center, Jared Croker, comes back in, which is sensational to see. One of the good guys in rugby league, and I really, really do hope that he manages to get to game 300. He's at 292 at the moment. Hopefully he can get eight under the belt and get what he deserves, Jared Croker. He comes in to replace Harley Smith-Shields, who has really struggled defensively over the last few weeks, despite being a very good footballer. I think he's more of a winger than a center, as Timmy Williams said the other day. But Jared Croker... I haven't watched him play reserve grade this year, guys, so I can't comment on that. But when he was playing, obviously, first grade a little bit here and there last year, defensively, there were a lot of issues there. So this is going to be a massive, massive test for him. I assume he will be marking up on Katoni Staggs. So uh, that'll be a very, very tough gig for him. Um, and Katoni Staggs, I think he's one of those guys that when he, if he can sniff out a bit of a flash track, a, a, a bit of a flat track, he will really be going at him there. So we wish Joe Kroger all the very best. I hope you stay 
stands and delivers. I hope he just brings that experience and a, and a little bit of confidence back into this side that probably needs it. Brad Schneider at six. Still no sign of Jackie Boy Whiten. Jamal Fogarty in the seven. Up front, Josh Papali is partnered with Emre Gula, who comes in the starting side to replace Joe Tapanay. Zach Wolford in jersey nine. Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead on the edges with Big Red. Corey Horsburgh in the 13. They'll need a big game from Corey Horsburgh tonight to compete. Good opportunity for him as well. Playing 13, going up against the Queensland 13. He's trying to get his way into that side over the next few years, potentially over the next few months. So really excited to see how Corey Horsburgh goes. I think his ball playing is a little bit underrated. Tom Starling, Pasami Solo, Hadawira Nada, and Peter Holler are the Raiders bench. On their extended, still got James Schiller and Trey Mooney. Uh, I wonder if they potentially bring Trey Mooney into this side somewhere. I'm not sure... Who you drop, though, that's the big question. Uh, but a big body like his, I, I haven't really seen a stack of Peter Holler, to be honest with you. Maybe he's going good. I'm not too sure. But uh, Trey Mooney's been going very, very good uh, in reserve grade so far this year. So wouldn't be surprised if he potentially gets a shot and he's just let loose. Raiders, uh, $4.10. Broncos, $1.24. I think those markets are pretty fair. Um, I think the Broncos do win. I, I really thought it would be a close game. I was going to take Broncos 1-12 to when Joe Tappanay was in. Him being ruled out. Oh, fuck. They've actually drifted to 550, sorry, with sports bets. So, yeah, that's pretty reflective of how I'm feeling at the moment too. But uh, Ricky Stewart, I don't know. When he's back against the wall, he has got a way of getting his troops up. I just, I question is if without Joe Tappanay, if they're going to have enough. A uh, little bit nervous for the Raiders tonight. When I look at the Broncos, I think it is a night where... You can probably throw together a couple of anytime try scorer same game multis, and I think you can pick up a few. Obviously, Selwyn Cobbo, uh, whenever he's playing and Adam Reynolds is on the field, he's a really good shot. Dollar fifty six, very short though. Reese Walsh, uh, if he can get on the outside of Jared Croker on that edge, I think he can really skin him. Uh, same as Katoni Staggs, if he can get one on one with Jared Croker, based on what we saw from Croker last year, hopefully he rises for the occasion. But we have to call it based on what we've seen. Don't mind Staggs, two dollars. Herbie Farmworth loves his dummy half runs. He'll take a million runs. He'll never pass the ball. Always good value there. Other guys, Jordan Ricky was fantastic last week, scoring two meat pies. He looked unreal. $3.80. My other one here, Payne Haas. He's at $6.75. Um, a guy that scored last week. Uh, I was having a look through his history and whatnot. He isn't a guy that when he scores one, he scores you know another one very soon after. They are pretty sporadic, but I just think uh, that he sort of went to a new level the other day, Payne Haas, and I, th- oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he does cross in this game too. Uh, but yeah, look guys, I'd be taking a heap of the early guys. I'll be chucking them into same game multis there. From the Raiders, look, I just don't know where their points come from. I'm not convinced uh, they score all that many points. They've got a fullback who plays very unorthodox as a fullback. They're without um, Jack Whiten. I, I just I don't know where their points come from. I say it every week with the Raiders, but especially without Jack, without now Joe Tappanay creating um, second-phase footy, just a lot of question marks. I guess what I would say to you guys, uh, Matty Timiko, I genuinely think he's become a strike center in this competition. I think he's been incredible so far this year. He's at $3.80. I think there's value there. But uh, I just don't know where the Raiders' points come from. That's not to say that they won't score points. I'm just not confident enough in tipping you guys where they come from because they play very unorthodox. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. They got, what, their third different halves pairings in four weeks or something like that. Just Sebastian Chris isn't really a fullback and doesn't really know how to play the position. He's doing his best and having a red-hot crack. But, I mean, when you've got different halves, a fullback that's not really a fullback, you're missing your absolute best forward who creates a lot of second-phase footy. I just don't know where the points come from for the Raiders, to be honest with you. So, uh, Matty Timiko is the only one I'm looking at at $3.80. Jared Croker at $4.30. Uh, I, I haven't watched him in reserve grade, guys, so I can't comment. But based on what I was seeing last year from Jared Croker and how he was playing, jeez, uh, I, 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 I don't even know if, I, if I'd bother with that $4.30. But I would love nothing more than for Jared Croker to prove me completely fucking wrong. I would love to be sitting here in a month's time and go... I'm a fucking idiot. This guy's going to shit into 300 games and he's playing incredibly well for the Raiders. He's exactly what the Canberra Raiders needed. But right now, I'm just not overly confident of it, unfortunately. So the Broncos, I think they win. I think they win well up at Brisbane. I think the Raiders put up a good fight early. But I just think as the game wears on the Brisbane Broncos, uh, they'll get to certain points and I think they will stack on a fair few points. All right, guys, enjoy your Super Saturday. Only two games tonight. They are going to be two late ones, so enjoy your arvos. I'm going to be out in the golf course and enjoying myself having a few brewskis. Then I think tonight, if you're in Sydney, I'll be up at South Juniors. So if you are at South Juniors up there watching the games and whatnot, uh, come and have a beer. Come say hi. Uh, going to be a very fun evening. Got a bucks up there and whatnot. So uh, the old father-in-law. So going to be a good time. Uh, enjoy your footy tonight guys if you are captaining Nath Cleary like I am in Supercoach best of luck fingers crossed gets the job done for us ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com <laughs>